Hey guys, welcome back to Pins vs. Lens. This is Andrew Pritchard speaking to you over the airwaves, radio waves, uh, internet waves, mm-mm. Wi-Fi waves. Mm. Closer. Um, I feel elect- like Kara might know this more than either one of us. Electronic wave. E-wave. <laughs> the E-waves over the ethers. <laughs> that sounds creepy, like you're just... Creepy. Like manifesting in their homes. You think it's creepy, kind of like our movie. What's our movie? Non sequitur. Uh, Interview oh, with the oh. vampire. <laughs> I didn't even follow your non sequitur. Uh, <laughs> that was a segue I missed. Um, yeah, so guys, we're doing an interview with the vampire. The with a vampire? With the vampire. Um, written by Anne Rice, and the movie was made and released in 1994. <laughs> Director Neil Jordan is uh, our man today, uh, who was also known for The Crying Game. We and... actually stapled all of those words together from other podcasts. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like a robot. <laughs> and uh, who was also the executive producer and showrunner of The Borgias, which I did not know. Mm. Which, I kind of like that show. I haven't seen... I've seen a couple episodes, but mm-hmm. it's not historically accurate. It's not for Alice Rackham, I'm sure. I tried. Good. Moving <laughs> on. Um, so we have uh, we got Tom Cruise, we got Brad Pitt, we got Christian Slater, we got Kirsten Dunst. How can you go wrong? Really? You can go really wrong. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of terrible acting in there. Um. I don't know about the uh, the book, but in the movie we have a lot of just sulky sulkiness. And <laughs> Brad Pitt is—I usually like Brad Pitt, but in this movie he's just. Wasn't very... this his like breakout role? Um. Oh no, that was Legend of the Fall, wasn't it? This. I think was that before Legends that? Of the Fall before this. I um, like I can't remember what he did before this, but yeah, this was sort of on his rise believe um but yeah he's just sort of sad and pathetic and sad for all the movie and then you know you have tom cruise who's lestat who's supposed to be this like seducing vampire and uh he did he did all right i'm not gonna completely come under the bus i don't like tom cruise not a fan no um but i think what is something that's very cool about the movie is uh, they really nail like almost every. I guess this was before the the one big vampire movie before this. I guess would be uh, Dracula or Nosferatu, and then that sort of defined the genre. And then this movie is like the the vampire movie that sort of put a lot of things in place because. The book was so popular, and it was widely, mm. highly anticipated. Yeah, I've heard a lot of, like, this was the the vampire book. Yeah, and for a long time, this was the vampire movie. And then guess what happened? What happened? Twilight. What? Twilight <laughs> happened. Uh, anyways, moving right past that. And then, and then. What, what happened after that? Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, what? You didn't know that? There's vampires in it? No, Fifty Shades was a fan fiction of Twilight. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. That's why it's That's weird. so stupid. That's weird. Yeah. 
So Bella is supposed to be whatever her name. Whatever. Is. We don't even know her name. That's how little personality she um, has. Um, I can't remember. Her name. It doesn't matter. Anyways, well, the point is generic female human. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that's like after they grow up and get jobs. I don't know. I don't. I, it obviously changed. Like I'm sure her publisher was like, "You can't name them the same thing or whatever." But, um, yeah, that's that's right. That's sad. I did not know that. So, uh, just some themes that. Oh no, actually, I want to talk about something that was really cool. In the one of the one of the neat things in the movie is that <clears throat> because it's so sad and dour and and Mopey. macabre, I guess macabre it, macabre. How do you say that word? Um. The only time they show the sun is in the very beginning when Brad Pitt sees it rising before he becomes a vampire, and then at the very end. And the rest of the lighting is done with lanterns and candles and sort of the natural ambient light that you would have in those time periods, which I thought was a pretty cool choice because I know it's... you. It, one of the hardest things to do lighting-wise is to replicate what fire would actually look like so you see people try these things, but there's nothing that can replicate fire like an actual fire. And that lighting is a lot of fun to play with and really cool looking in my opinion. So moving on, let's move into some like themes of the movie. Uh, how I'd like to think is Lestat, Luis, and uh, Claudia as the first family with two dads. <laughs> um, because that's sort of what they... They come to be, they come this weird sort of two dads. Of the, well, Lestat would be the father, Louis would be the mother, Claudia would be the kid. And you see this family tear itself apart mm-hmm. because of uh, the fact that they happen to be vampires. And Claudia, you know, is a 30-something-year-old woman, 40-something-year-old woman stuck in a 12-year-old's body. Or in the book, I think she's younger than that. But that's sort of a cool... I, I, I did think that playing with the fact that if you have a young vampire she's actually quite old and she's stuck in in a place in your life where when you're a kid you've always wanted to grow up and you're always looking forward to growing up and what happens when you know you'll never grow up and mm. how does that affect you and so you I did Kirsten Dunst played that well enough I mean as good as a 12 year old Kirsten Dunst could I, I liked what she did with it I mean you know uh it, it was creepy. I liked the concept, and I think that there would be. I think that there's. Uh, I, I would like to see like that theme explored more, and maybe a different story. But um, the other thing that the relationship between Luis and Lestat mm. um, is very like sexually charged. When did this come out? Uh, Nineteen ninety-four. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, I'm sure at the time period they couldn't like straight up say they couldn't straight up. Make them gay, right? You think? Birdcage. When was that? Yeah, I don't know. A long time ago. Um, but it was also a screwbally comedy. Yeah, that's true. And not Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, who are like, yeah, you know, stupid. Brad Pitt's a good-looking dude, incredibly good-looking dude. Are you you gonna break up with me for Brad Pitt? Would that upset you? No. (laughs) No. Done. Get Brad Pitt on the phone. Oh man. <laughs> um. The uh, the undertones though, of, like the yeah. homoeroticism, is like very prevalent, and so I didn't know if there was a meaning to it. 
in the film it sort of served as I'm a vampire I don't have sexual tendencies but like I was trying to understand if there was a larger meaning to it and I don't know if that's in the book at all or if that's if there's a message to that sort of theme or um, message to there was something to be explored there was that sort of a way of saying like look hey you know um, oh in the actually yeah the homoerotic stuff is in the book Um, Lestat forgot that Louis would need a separate coffin and so they often have to share a coffin and whatever else Um, so that's they actually toned it down in the movie Alice, I forgot your bed, so we're going to have to share a bed. <laughs> In your giant house? <laughs> Does that work? No. Aw. Um. <laughs> the, uh, the other theme that's sort of, um, maybe it's a metaphor, uh, vampirism is sort of used as like a metaphor for like, sickness of like alcoholism or Mm. depression Mm. or addiction and like how that Mm -hmm. um just sort of like you know what how that affects the individual and how that affects people around them and like i don't know it's also really sexual like this vampire story i don't know if that's like all vampire stories what is that why why i don't know what was the first vampire story is it nosferatu that's the first vampire movie, but what about, like, story? Mm, I think it's, um, what's the rabbit that's a vampire that sucks the color out of carrots? Benicula? Yep, Benicula. That's the first vampire mm. story. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You don't know what the first one was? Very first vampire story? Yeah. Are we talking, like, historically? Like Drac, like um, I don't know. I haven't read Dracula. Count in Transylvania, where Dra- oh oh oh, the Dracul- Impaler, yeah, Dracula the Impaler. <laughs> what that motion was. <laughs> Glad you guys can't see that. Yeah, but his like historically, he's um, I don't think it was sexual, was it? He was just like constantly murdering. Right, and it was sort of a story that he let people he let that rumor fly so right, that they right. would protect his home which is completely reasonable if people believed i was a vampire they would never attack northfield estate <laughs> do you do you have a lot of problems with uh i'm telling you the uh the class warfare <laughs> is unreal um yeah i don't know i i, I actually haven't read dracula I haven't either. No. Mm. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so I, the the movie and the book were all pretty, I guess, sex sells. Sex so. sells. The other, the other, my other problem with this movie. I'm just gonna head to female argument. The the, <laughs> the other problem with this movie is that Brad Pitt's character Louis is, um, he's the main character of this film. He's supposed to be the heart of this film, oh. and. It focuses a lot on Lestat. Yeah, it focuses a lot on Lestat because Lestat was, I'm assuming in the book, a, a, a awesome character. Mm. Uh, Actually, I think it's Louis' story in the... It is Louis' story in the book, and Lestat is, like, kind of the bad guy almost. But I think when they pushed it to film, because 
Tom Cruise was a bigger name. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, Tom Cruise was definitely huge at the... I mean, still. But, like, at the time, I, yeah, I know that, like, yeah. Brad Pitt came out saying a couple years ago that this was <clears throat> one of the most miserable experiences oh, he really? had on set. Like, he... He was forced to play second fiddle to him on screen and off screen, and apparently when he found out what he'd gotten himself into, he called his agent and begged to get out of it, and then he found out there was no way to get out of it, so wow. he just gritted his teeth through the whole filming. And, 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 you know, I mean, everyone's got those stories where, you know, there's rumors like Tom Cruise asked for secret tunnels to be built from from the makeup room to the set so that none of, none of the crew or anything would see the makeup and it would be a secret. So who knows? But um, Brad Pitt apparently did not have a lot of fun filming this. I want um, secret tunnels built. Who doesn't? <laughs> um, but, and maybe that is, maybe that affected his performance a little bit. You think he was stiff? In this movie. But it's not that he was stiff. He was just... Um, he was just sad the whole time. He was very mopey and like, yeah, a lot of terrible things happened to him. He doesn't want to be a vampire, and yeah, he is. Yeah. And that's sort of a that's sort of a uh, message theme in itself. Um, but oh yeah, he doesn't want to be gay, but he is kind of. Yeah, thing. but um, uh, he just he doesn't. God, Twilight took us so far away from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? Right, right. He, him being a driving force in this film is not something that occurred to me, and um, I think the movie suffered because of it. But I don't know. I mean, I like. I really like the themes of this, like how moody it is, how dark it is, and I really like the undertones of like human sexuality, human behavior, that kind of stuff. I think that's cool. That's not something we. I really explore very much. And I wish. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that they didn't drive it home. I mean, I wish in the movie, I wish in the film that they had, that would have been a good theme, a good message to sort of drive, in my opinion, and they uh, started with that message, and then they kind of just, like, let it fall the wayside. They didn't, yeah. Uh, in favor of making a vampire movie. Now, mm. not to say, like, when they go towards the, the second half of the film, he goes to Paris. He leaves New Orleans, he goes to Paris, and there's... The uh, the vampire coven there, and they're in this like giant um, mausoleum of like bodies and like skeletons, and like just the that set is one of the cooler coolest sets I've seen in a film in a while, and that was really fun to and watch. And it was practical back then, too, yeah, right? and it was yeah. all practical. That's um, cool. Which you know they actually filmed in uh, in a in a grave. Yard in Paris. <laughs> just just one grave they just filmed one grave. in one a cemetery. Grave. That's I don't know. I can graveyard is the same thing. Yeah, cemetery sounds fancier. Graveyard sounds creepier. Cemetery is the place you have to go after the funeral and before the wake. Yeah, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> graveyard sounds like Halloween unless you're a vampire, and... then it's home. Is it? Yeah, I mean, in the movie, they ha- he, like Christian Slater's interviewing him. Oh, I forgot he's and in this. Who was supposed to Joaquin? Fe- I'm sorry, River Phoenix was supposed to have that role and then passed away before the hmm. before the filming. So they gave it to Christian Slater, who then took his salary and donated to Aww. charity, it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, so it, like at the very beginning of the film, they're like, knocking out like vampire motifs. Oh god, uh, and they're like, "Do you need to?" 
Like, can you see it? Can you look at a crucifix? And Brad Pitt's like, I love looking at crucifixes. <laughs> looking at them? Yeah. And he's like, do you need coffins? He's like, coffins are a necessity. I'm doing my Brad Pitt impression right now. This so. is really terrible. So. <laughs> this is truly awful. Um, I don't I, know who's winning. I don't know what's happened. I don't know <laughs> this either. This is a hot mess. Yeah, indeed it is. I, well, I don't think this is one of our finest. All right. Well, uh, let us know your thoughts, guys. And until next time... I want to suck your blood. And until next time, Alice (laughs) wants to suck your blood. (laughs)